Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so lean and mean. I got good eyesight, I'll be all right. We're back. The Golf Insiders. Wrapping up an hour of Intelligent Golf Talk in the house, Holly G. And Will Perry. How is it that we get Gary in this segment? And that's always my lead in, you know, Intelligent Golf Talk. And yeah. then? And then Mr. Ben Cynical. The, well, the best. He always brings the great insight. I, that's absolutely right. You save the best for last. Yeah. Right, Gary? No, the Intelligent Golf Talk is about to come to a screeching halt <laughs> right now. just like everybody on i4 right now oh my goodness i cannot believe this gary but we're three months out from the 2017 president's cup which is uh going to take place at liberty national golf club which should be quite interesting outside a beautiful new york city and oh my gosh you've just won the prize for the for knowing where it is among the media of the of the President's Cup by any non-PGA Tour outfit. Incredible. <laughs> well, you know, this is some interesting stuff that I was reading earlier today because um, there are five players, right, that have, I guess, are, are have reached their status. Maybe you could explain the points list because I know it's separate from FedEx Cup and the money list and all that good stuff. But it's it's pretty funny because Dustin Johnson's, like the old guy at 33, while Jordan is the young guy at 23. And in between, we've got Justin Thomas, 24, Daniel Berger, 24, and Kevin Kisner. Well, I guess he's tied 33 with DJ. I didn't realize he, he's, yeah. he's been around that long. But, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, rookies here uh, in terms of Team USA. Well, I think, I think we're long, you know, I say we, I think the U.S. teams are long overdue for – widespread infusion of young blood. I mean, how many times can you go back through the Ryder Cup losses? How many times is the U.S. going to keep trotting out Phil and Tiger and Jim Furyk and Stuart Sink and Steve Stricker? Uh, all these old-timers who, I mean, old-timers in a relative term in golf, and, and Europeans kept bringing up, you know, some new guy every every two, you know, they got Thomas Peters and uh, they've had a number of young talent over the years. So, I think it's great. I think it's something that's badly needed. I think it'll help the Ryder Cup team that these guys will get some experience in this. And, you know, it's funny because, like everybody else, uh, you know, it's easy to make fun of the President's Cup, and I've done my share. No. But every time, every time they play it, there's no format in golf that's more fun to watch than team match play. And if you can get past the relative irrelevance of the President's Cup, Tell me when you've watched it. I mean, they weren't all close, but it's a good show. You watch it, you get sucked into the matches. It's fun when match play is way better on TV than stroke play. It's fun to watch. I mean, that last one in Japan was, uh, in Korea rather, Sang Moon Bay. I mean, it was exciting. It was fun. So I hate to say it, but I, I like it. And I've always felt like the Americans had a, had a duty to, to have this event. I mean, if Samuel Ryder was starting the Ryder Cup today, do you think it would have been the U.S. versus Great Britain and Ireland or U.S. versus Europe? The whole world plays golf now. 
the Ryder Cup, there should be some kind of worldwide team championship, and this is what we need. And I've said many times, the Ryder Cup should be a three-way three-way show where the defending champ plays whoever the whoever lost the uh, the defending champ of the Ryder Cup should always play the winner of the Presidents Cup, and it should rotate like that. That way, you get three teams involved. You'd be able to sell the rights fees for the Ryder Cup around the world because can you imagine the first time Japan or Korea has a guy in the Ryder Cup? They'll go crazy. You make a ton more money. You'll triple your revenue. And, uh, you know, if you if you win the Ryder Cup, you get a year off from the President's Cup. So all those Americans who complain about having to play every year, they get to have a year off. And it makes the President's Cup do or die every time it's held because the winner goes to the Ryder Cup. Hey, you lose a President's Cup a couple times, you may not get back in the Ryder Cup for six or eight or ten years. It's a win-win all the way around. And, uh, you know, it'll probably never happen, just like Iraq and Egypt will never, you know, be friends. But um, <laughs> a, guy can, a guy can dream, can he? Well, that, I think that rant might have just earned you a consulting gig with the RNA and the USGA and the powers that be with uh, all the, the governing bodies to well, put that together. So we'll send them right. the clip on your behalf. Well, you know, it's funny. I was sitting in the back of the press room at the Ryder Cup in Ireland at K Club, and I happened to be have my my seat was against the wall where people come in. I'm sitting there, and I'm, you know, I wasn't paying attention. I look up, and there's a guy standing right next to me. It's Tim Fincham, commissioner of the PGA Tour, and our we make eye contact. It's like, oh, okay, time for an awkward moment. So <laughs> to make conversation, I say, "Hey, Tim." What do you think about this? And I run through what I just ran through with you, the, my three-way Ryder Cup thing. I get done. You know what he says? He goes, we wouldn't be opposed to that. I almost fell out of my seat. <laughs> well, why would he be opposed? It would elevate his President's Cup to the Ryder Cup, even though it's kind of the qualifier, but they'd be part of this whole big thing. But, you know, back to your point, you're going to ask the PGA Tour and the PGA of America to share money and to share power and all that. And, uh you know, it won't happen, but Tim Fincham thought it wasn't, a, you know, he kind of liked it. It's like, wow. But, yeah, let's, uh, so let's write your congressman and see what we can, ha- see if we can make it happen. Right. We, we need to crank up uh, Aerosmith's dream on right now. Come on, Tom, where are you? You're asleep at the wheel there behind the, behind the glass. Uh, so the next five t- uh, names in the team slots at this point are uh, Brooks Kepka, Ricky Fowler, Kevin Chappell, Brian Harmon, and Captain America himself, Patrick Reed. He should be uh, somebody to watch for, for uh, no, Liberty what, National. What does, that, what does that team, Holly, what does that team sound like to you? That sounds like a pretty good team. That's a bunch of young guns. I love you it. Know, we've, talked, we've talked about how the, the way the game is played now, hitting and hard and all that, that may be the – the, the average age of your prime years has dropped. Instead of being 35 to 42, maybe now it's 26 to 32, you know, because these guys kind of hit it hard. Uh, you know, name the only name on there I wouldn't be, like, super thrilled with would be Brian Harmon, who's a pretty good player. But those other names you read, that, that's a good team. Who, who, who are you missing? And you got Stricker. You know, Phil, or... you're missing, you got you're missing Str- Phil. We're not going to miss Phil. Keegan Bradley. Now he's, you know – there's there's nobody missing from that list that you go oh we can't have a team without zone you got them all right there I like it yeah and you got Stricker as the captain and he's you know bringing in his uh, power team as assistants between you know Tiger and Davis Love and uh, 
ready too, well, I think, it'll, isn't it'll, he? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if Tiger fulfills that duty because, you know, with everything that's gone on with him, he knows True. he's a one-man sideshow, a distraction. And I know he's, you know, when he was captain at the Ryder Cup, he didn't want to be a distraction. I mean, you give, give him credit. He's a, he's a good team guy, at least from all we can tell. So he's going to have be to fun. come out. He's going to have to come back in the public eye first before he goes to the President's Cup because I don't think that can be the first time he comes back to the public because uh, that would be a that would be a circus and it would detract and you know. So we'll see. I, All right, I, you know, we got to run, Gary. Excited about the President's Cup. Good job. I know we are too. Oh, we going with picks? Quick. I'm going to go with uh, Justin Thomas. That's who it was. Oh, Justin Thomas. I'm going with Patrick Reed. Okay. We're out of here. The Golf Insiders, we love you. We'll be back next week.